Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast. You're damn right, this is really happening. The podcast is back in action. And I got to give a shout out to everyone who cares whether or not I do a podcast. And there are a lot more of you that care than I thought. So that's awesome. I got a lot of shit for not putting out a podcast for a month. And so I want to apologize to the listeners for not doing that. It's my own lack of uh, of intention around podcasting and allowing other things like workshops and different things that I was doing get in the way. But it's not personal, so I'm sorry. So today, I want to talk about a concept that is just tried and true. And I talk about this a lot with people on a one-on-one basis, but it's not really something that I talk a ton about in workshops or even on this podcast. But every time I talk about it with a client, every time I talk about it uh, just in a conversation, the concept is so powerful. And I hear so many powerful things I wanted to talk about it. So today I want to talk about a power hour and how we start our day. And this is a concept that we've been talking about in one chain, you know, in in one form or another for the past 10, 11 years, and even prior to that with guys that I worked with like Garrett Gunderson and different people like that. This was a concept that was completely foreign to me. And when I think about the power hour, I think about how I used to live my life. And uh, if if you've been to a workshop or you've heard me talk about this probably on the podcast, When I was a young adult, I did not have the very best uh, habits or behaviors in my day-to-day life. I I frequently stayed up late, typically drinking. Um, I usually slept till the very last minute, got up, rushed, rushed to take a shower, rushed to scrape ice off my windshield if I'm lucky, if I have time, rushed to get dressed, rushed to prepare my stuff, and I'm rushing, 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 rushing. And that's how I spent the good portion of my, probably my first year in my career after college is just rushing and always being just barely like a half or a quarter step ahead of the game. My results were okay, but they weren't as good as they could be. I wasn't maximizing the full power of what I had to offer my previous employer back in that time. It wasn't until I started to create some space and time that good things started to happen for me. And this started to happen, you know, I started to kind of play around with the concept of a power hour uh, early on in my career by creating that space to really think and just start my day, you know, off at at, at a different level. And and I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how I do that now and what that looks like, because that's evolved tremendously Over the years. And I want to talk about this too from someone who is married. I have four children. My children are getting older, but they're still, you know, fairly young. My my oldest is almost 13. My youngest is six. Um, I have four kids. I this is important because when we talk about areas of productivity, when we talk about success principles, one thing I don't want to do is take success principles, and this is no disrespect. To people who aren't married or don't have kids, it's fine. I don't have any problem with that, but I don't take a lot of uh, stock 
uh, in information from people who are in that position. Because quite frankly, when you have kids and you get married, it just changes the game a little bit. Because now you're not living life for yourself. You're actually living life for other people. And it, it becomes more apparent that that is the case. So you've got to balance those things. And sometimes I hear guys talk about this in the self-development space. And they're not married. They don't have any kids. And they're trying to tell people how to live. And I'm not saying they don't have good ideas. I'm not saying that's not powerful. But at the same time, they don't really have the same dimension of thought that I do when it comes to how I live my life and what's important. So I want you guys to to know right up front that I'm a family person. I have a family. And I say that for two reasons. Number one, uh, I'm going to come from how do we do it with a family. But the second thing is I'm going to say don't make excuses for not doing this shit because I have – Oh, you know, I am married. I have four kids. Uh, You know, I live here in Utah, so that's what we do. We have children. Um, So I don't want you to make an excuse for why you can't do that shit. And that's one of the number one things that I hear from people about the power hour is, well, Brandon, I don't have time for this. I don't know if you knew this or not, but I have children. And I'm like, man, just get in line, okay? I'm from Utah. We all have children, and we don't just have children. We have, like, hundreds of them. It's ridiculous. So... Um, when it comes to the power hour, look, this is so important. Let me tell you what a power hour is just kind of in a nutshell. The power hour is a time in the morning where you get up and look, I say an hour, it can be 15 minutes. If you're just starting out, it could be 30 minutes. Don't get hung up on the time frame where we focus on mind, body and or spirit. So, uh, that could include spiritual disciplines, prayer, uh, meditation, uh, reading, inspirational books that are spiritual in nature, whether that be the Bible, uh, it could be, uh, you know, I'm here in Utah, so uh, a lot of my friends here read the Book of Mormon, you know, different things like that, whatever it is, right? It could be a Wayne Dyer book or or an Eckhart Tolle book. I don't care. Whatever it is for you, don't get caught up into that either, right? What is your spiritual discipline? How do you, how do you give thanks? How do you give gratitude? How do you just plug into uh, what is around you? What does that look like for you? The body piece, that's, you know, you could do stretching, you could do yoga, you could go for a run, you could go to the gym. You know, what does that look like for you? And the mind piece is just education and planning. What are, what are you doing in your business? Maybe time to think about your business, create new ideas in your business. Maybe it's time to read a book or look over something that someone wanted you to review. Uh, you know, what, what do you do during that time, right? Mind, body, and or spirit. You could do all three of these things during your power hour. You could do one or two. It really doesn't matter. It's just making a commitment to that discipline. Now, for me personally, if you care, what I do is I do a spiritual discipline every day. That is not negotiable for me. Spiritual discipline happens every day. I typically flip-flop or shift uh, the body and the mind piece on a day-to-day basis, depending on what I'm doing that day. So, for instance, uh, you know, I like to work out at Orange Theory. I'll give them a plug. Like yesterday, I got up at 430 uh, got to Orange Theory, Theory by five, you know, worked out for an hour, and uh, I'll do that. Now, my kids are about to go back to school, and when they're in school, that's a little bit different. I do get up with the kids and, and get them breakfast and, and, and help them get ready for school, that kind of thing. So uh, that gym time, I've got to be very strategic about that. Either I go at five or I don't go, um, or I try to, you know, plan it in the afternoon. And sometimes that works. Sometimes I have time in the afternoon where I can go to the gym and make that happen. But I prefer to knock it out in the morning because there's something about getting up, 
and just creating that quiet space. Now, listen, if your kids get up early, I get up earlier. Now, if your kids get up at five, I'm going to suggest this. I'm going to suggest trying to retrain your children to not either not get up or not leave their room at that time. Now, if you have an infant, I get it. Like it's different. You're going to have to do what you can do, you know, if you have an infant. But if your kids are a little older, I just told my kids years ago, I said, listen, there's no good reason for you to get up at five ever. And when they've tried that, I said, hey, do me a favor, go lay back down and just read a book or do something else. And the funny thing is they started to go back to sleep. And now I lament that decision because now when I try to get them up for school, it's a real challenge, but uh, they don't get up at five. So you know, figure out how do you how do you make that work? How do you create a space where maybe you give your kids boundaries? Maybe you even give your spouse a boundary and tell your spouse, "Hey, listen, this is a time that you know I'm going to be in this room doing this, or um, you know that kind of thing." But create that space that that space for the power hour is so important because I feel like, look, when I start my day, I think about yesterday. You know, I got up at 4.30, I went to the gym, came home, did my spiritual discipline, did some mental discipline. I mean, I did all three that day. In the school year, it's a lot easier for me to do that because I have more time in the morning. The kids aren't up, are they? and if even if they are up, they're not really making any demands of me. They don't need anything. Um, they're, they're pretty self-sufficient at this point. But, um, you know, I feel like my day is just created in power. You know, my day is just intentional. It's on purpose. And that's really what I'm trying to do. So think about how you do your day. And, you know, are you the person like I was when I was younger where, I mean, I'm just like a quarter step, I'm barely keeping ahead of what's going on or I'm barely on pace. Sometimes I'm even behind. You know, are you always rushing? Are, is things always just chaotic? And think about how you can start your day more powerfully so that you can own the day and run the day and let the day play out in the, you know, I, what I want to do is Gary Kasparov says in, in the book, uh, Life imitates chess. He talks about playing your game. So chess and any kind of strategy is about how do I play my game? Well, in life, how do I play my game? You know, Hunter S. Thompson talked about, look, man, what's the what's the game that you want to play in life? And then devise how you're going to make that work around the game that you want to play. What is your game? Every single day, what is the game that I want to play? That is a conversation that I have with myself in the morning of, hey, what is the game that I want to play today and how am I going to play that in a powerful way? How do I want that to play out? That allows me to minimize distractions and maximize the high-level, high-leverage activities that I need to do on a day-to-day basis. So when, when we talk about the power hour, this is the power in it. And when people dedicate their time to this and they really dive into it and they don't make excuses... I hear so many powerful things. And I'll tell you this right now. The Power Hour has completely changed my life. When I left the corporate world in 2007, my life was different. I mean, I my life was not powerful. I wasn't living intentionally. I wasn't living on purpose. There was just a lot of things that I wasn't doing because I just wasn't awake. I wasn't paying attention to that. But when I started to create space and I was introduced to this concept of the Power Hour, and I started to create this space and started meditating, started reading more intentionally, started journaling things. My, my, my mind just literally expanded to the possibilities that were available to me that I had been ignoring up until that point in time. And in today's society, everyone's here to play their game. So when you think about, well, gosh, man, why are these people interrupting me? You know, how do I get you know, out of these distractions? I don't want to be mad at other people for how they show up because everyone's trying to play the game the best they can. They're trying to play their game. 
Now I'm trying to play my game too. So how do I play my game while also assisting other people in how to play their game? That's a tricky balance, but I can't do that well if I don't have the time up front to really dictate and talk about what my game is so I go into my day with a plan. What would it look like if you don't have a plan right now in your day? What would it look like for you to walk into a day, walk into your office and have a plan? What would that look like for you if you don't do it? I promise you this would be transformational. And if you did nothing else for the rest of the year but committed to doing a powerful power hour to start your day, tremendous things would happen. And as you grow and expand on that, your power hour becomes deeper and more meaningful the more that you do it and the more that you commit to it. But hey, look, this is just like anything. You got to start a habit. And I've got to figure out what my powerful why is to doing that. And I realized, look, look, if I want to have a powerful career, I've got to commit to powerful disciplines. A power hour is a really simple way to do that. And traditionally, I have not been someone who you could call a morning person. That wasn't me. Uh, Today, I am willing to pay the price because I know at the other end of that price is something a lot more meaningful and powerful as a result of the price that I'm willing to pay to start the day. So important. So think about your own power hour. You know, are, are you being proactive? If you are doing a power hour, how could it be even more powerful? What's the next step for your power, power hour? What would it mean to focus more on mind, body, and spirit? And I talk to guys all the time. Look, I talk to, I talk to men all the time in the area of spirituality. And man, guys just get stuck. And I'm not saying women don't get stuck too, but I don't speak to women about these things like I speak to men. And, and they get stuck, man. They just get stuck in spirituality. They get stuck in uh, not doing the things that they want to be doing. And look, it's about making, uh, you know, making this a priority during your day and making that commitment to say, hey, look, uh, this is how I want to start my day. And when I start my day this way, it just creates that focus for me to do all the other things that I want to be doing, you know, living my values, uh, connecting spiritually to a higher power if that's important to you, uh, feeling uh, physically aware and ready and prepared and having stamina to really run the day powerfully. All these things are possible when we commit to a power hour and we live a life by design, not a life by default. So think about the power hour. How do you start your day? What would a power hour look like? And all I want you to do this week is identify your next step. What is the next step? Is it just creating the space? Maybe it's 15 minutes. Start small. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I promise you, even that little bit of time thinking about that, creating the space for thought, creating the space for intention, it would be powerful. Spend the time. Think about what that might look like. What adjustments do you make? Hey, and if you have questions, go to newworkrevolution.com. Ask me any questions that you want about this particular topic, and I'm happy to answer them for you because I, I know the power hour would make such a powerful difference in your life. I'm willing to make sure that you get that implemented in your time. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Hey, if you know someone else who would benefit from the power hour and and just being more intentional in this space, by all means, please share this with them. If you haven't rated the uh, podcast in iTunes, I saw a couple of people rated the podcast, even though I've been a slacker uh, in July. So thank you for doing that. Leaving reviews, leaving uh, ratings, that just allows this podcast to be seen by more people and to touch more people and to affect their lives, which is what I aim to do. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Sorry I've been away. I'm back. 
Do the power hour. Make the commitment. Make the change. We'll talk next week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.